All right, we are live. Good afternoon, everyone. It's Angie Atkinson, and I'm here with the lovely and talented Lise Colucci. Lise, welcome hello, back. Thank you. Hello, hello, my pleasure. So today we are talking about, before we get started, I'll tell you this. Uh, first, make sure you take a peek down in the description below if you're interested in joining us for these streams. Um, and I'm talking in my own ear. There we go. Uh, and secondly, um, we apologize for being late today. My computer just kind of did act a little crazy. So, hey. so here we are. <laughs> Hello, Chris, thank you for being here. Um, so while we are getting started here, let's uh, just see how we're doing. Okay, we're doing it. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hello, admin team, uh, mod squad. Sorry, I get confused. Thanks for being here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Signs you need to leave the narcissist. And I see that has an S on the end. It's not supposed to. I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. Um, anyway, so there comes a time in our lives when we go, okay, this is it. Whether it's a catalyst or or we've just put up with, you know, it's the last straw kind of thing. Like if you ever ask somebody like, why did you finally leave the narcissist? They might tell you something like, you know, they like I, I've had answers such as like, you know, one, one person said it was about barbecue and cigarettes, and I had no idea what that meant, but but they did, and it was it sounded to an outsider it might have sounded very petty, right? But mm -hmm. we all know <laughs> how this works, right? We know, hey everybody, we know that this tends to be the catalyst is usually not really the thing, right? It's it's just the last straw a, a lot of times, uh, and then of course there are situations where you're discarded and. You know, but but don't forget, there's such a thing as the Hoover where they suck you back in. So if you are with a narcissist now or you have been with a narcissist, this is what we're going to talk about. If you have been with a narcissist right now, put in the chat, what was your catalyst? What, the, what was the thing that finally said, made you say, you know what, I've had enough, I'm done. Put it in the chat or the comments below if you're watching later. All right. Hey, everybody. Okay, so what are some signs that you need to leave a narcissist? Lise, what? Off the top of your head, what can you think of? Well, number one sign is any physical abuse. Yes. Okay. We're just going to push that one aside now. Let's talk about emotional and it, yeah. Any physical yes. abuse, you guys, they, it just gets worse. It escalates. It, it gets out of control and you will, get, yeah, it'll get, it could get bad. So get out. Yeah. Um, okay. Absolutely. Signs that you're ready to leave or signs that you should leave. <laughs> what are we doing here? Should leave? Let's okay. Both. So <laughs> let's start with you start are with not you. enjoying your life. You are constantly under stress. You're walking on eggshells in your own home. Yeah. You are all the time, not just a little bit of the time. Or You're, most of the time. Most of the time. Intermittent reinforcement. Exactly. Often. Yeah. Very often. You um you can't trust them not to be you have infidelity attacks, so to speak, because you can't trust them not to be faithful. Um what else? you feel um powerless you feel like you can't even you know choose what's for breakfast or dinner or whatever unless you check with them first right. or what you're wearing or where you're going or what you know all that kind of stuff you 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 don't even think you can make decisions anymore because you've gotten to this point that you're so immobilized by their behavior that you you really feel like it's just so much easier to check with them even if you don't think you need to right, right. Mm -hmm. like it's it's an interesting thing um feeling pressured you feeling... don't even like them you don't even like them and you don't know why you're staying yeah you're staying because of let's say you're staying because i'm waiting until the kids get out of school or i'm waiting until i can afford this or do that or whatever there's never going to be a perfect moment to leave oh mm -mm. it doesn't work like that yeah mm -mm. 
Um, you know, other signs might be that, like you talked about walking on eggshells, right? Um, but also, I think in addition to that, it's it's it goes beyond that. Sometimes you might be very triggered by tiny things, like maybe you know. And of course, this is also sometimes gaslighting. But there might be a situation where you think. You know, I'm, I'm going to have a great day today. It's going to be awesome. You, you try to get your positive attitude on, it and then <laughs> foiled again. Uh, you, you're not allowed to, like, I'm trying to think of what I was trying to say. I kind of lost it. I'm sorry about that. Well, it's sort of like <laughs> just being around them drains the energy right back drains out of you. Them. Yeah. Yes. Even yes. when they're not doing anything. Yeah. Exactly. Just, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, another thing contempt. If you look at their face, when they're yeah. talking to you and you see the contempt, just go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not worth it. Um, disgust. They're disgusted by you in some way. Um, you're constantly you are... being devalued. You're constantly, yes. you're always wrong. Mm -hmm. You're being the, gaslit way too much. Yeah. They might mm -hmm. be loyal to people who aren't you and they'll right. treat you like, or nicer to people who aren't you. That's a really common thing with narcissists, which I always thought was such a weird thing, but it's very common. <laughs> you're being future faked such as they're promising to marry you but then they keep breaking it off or never do they promise for things to change they promise for certain things to happen over and over and over and they never you have to realize that is a basically a hamster wheel you're running in they're never gonna they're never gonna yes. do the things yes mm -hmm. you don't have any friends anymore or you, you don't, don't have any because family. you're not yeah yeah because they isolate you that's mm -hmm. another one mm -hmm. or you have friends but Either they're starting to feel annoyed with you when you talk about your relationship or they're in similar relationships and you guys only communicate like by some obscure messenger that you delete every time you <laughs> you get that's an exaggeration, but you only have friends the narcissist approves of or your friends are all online and you only talk to those people when the narcissist approves of <laughs> like they're controlling you is my point. Yeah, um, you realize you're a version of yourself that you don't recognize. Mm -hmm. you start to doubt that you even deserve anything better yeah and mm -hmm. yeah um mm -hmm. maybe you are being blamed for everything like you're the scapegoat of the family maybe yep. mm -hmm. um or the relationship at least mm -hmm. right yeah they um, never take accountability it's always put onto you yeah always and, mm -hmm. right and even if they're not abusing physically abusing you they are making you feel afraid and what i mean by that is like they threaten you, you know, if you don't do X, I will do Z or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or they, they might um, make, like, try to, like you said, devalue you, but also on top of that, adding threats and control to it through, like, uh, more aggressive, aggressive than passive aggressive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Both of which suck. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. What else, Lise, can you think of? Oh, um... Compulsive lying, mm -hmm. <clears throat> coming from them, excuse me. <clears throat> um, you start to ask yourself if you're the narcissist. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're researching every possible avenue of what could be wrong, including every mental illness you can think of, every attachment disorder you can think of, every, you're looking for clues into everything and you're, you're not, you're not able to accept this, is narcissism or you don't know you haven't come to that yet right basically you find yourself researching what's you find yourself googling what's wrong with my relationship yeah 
am I the problem? Mm -hmm. Is this abuse? I remember, I remember asking in a forum, this is so long ago before there was forum for this, right? Mm -hmm. Something like, is this abuse? Like legit. And someone was really hard on me and was like, girl, you need to blah, blah. And she like tough loved me about it because, but you know what? She was right, but she just, her approach was not very nice. Right. But because she's like, wake up and look at what's right in front of you. You know, if you're asking this question. So yeah, if you're, if you're questioning, is this, if you have, if you know, you had a childhood filled with toxic, abusive people and uh, you then feel really normal in this relationship, even though you don't feel good. There's right. probably, yeah, something big going on. Right. Or you're only staying because dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever it is, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Because if you're only staying for that reason, then you need to start a plan right now. Right. And start right. figuring it out and don't wait 10 years until the kid gets out of school or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, just be, and recognize that the kid sees you. Another thing is uh, you feel crazy, like not because of the gaslighting directly, but sometimes, or you feel numb mm-hmm. or you feel always sad or always angry. Mm-hmm. I mean, those types of things. Um, the person we already talked about, the person always sort of intentionally tearing you down anytime you have an accomplishment let's say you got an award and they ruined it for you and now every time you even talk about anything to do with that thing that you got an award for they oh you're you only care about that you don't care you know that kind of stuff I mean, we could go on for days about this right they don't respect your boundaries they constantly overstep oh, your boundaries yes right. you find yourself doing things that are against your own um i say morals but I, that's that word is not the right word what is the word um, ethics ethics your own ethics mm-hmm. and you're like why am i doing this oh my right. god because you've been right. pressured into it because you've been cornered into it you find yourself reacting you're in a state of reactivity toward mm-hmm. them that is like you're screaming and yelling back you're throwing things you're you're aggressive you're feeling rage and yeah. hostility and all of this toward yeah. them and that is not your norm right so yeah yeah these are some really good comments in the um in the chat here um let's see here so so uh caro 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 i i had somebody in high school who was named caro and i don't know if that's the same name but if if i'm saying it wrong i apologize 420 says he left me for a 20 year old co-worker you know i i would i don't know where you are in your recovery but at some point you're probably going to be glad he did yes um that's because they need younger people i'm assuming he's older and he's not a 20 or 20 well yeah he's not that it's a younger person for him it's because they need younger people because younger people look up to them differently yeah yeah we did a whole we did a talk on that recently yes we did yes Yes. um let's see uh peggy says it was oh kit says not having access to food because I gave them all my money. Financial abuse is real. Maybe mm-hmm. we should talk about that soon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were supposed to talk about something else this week, and I just remembered. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, um, Peggy says it's it's bad. I'm, I understand. Um, oh, Joanne says your nervous system is completely yeah. dysregulated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You stop. Like, you you if you've ever seen this, like if I've seen both men and women do this where 
I can tell just by even in the first meeting that they're in a really bad relationship just by the way they act mm-hmm. even in public you see mm-hmm. them kind of cowering almost and you see it not cowering but like yeah kind of I mean where they they're clearly tiptoeing and then they're making excuses for the abuse of their person and like that's they, another one making excuse when you find yourself making excuses yeah mm-hmm. or they are you're literally being abused or or for them abusing someone else even um mm-hmm. verbally or otherwise you know I mean mm-hmm. yeah um, and excuses can be they had a hard childhood, they had a bad day, you know how they are, they get this way. Um, yeah. if, if only we, we need to keep it calm so that they don't, we need to, you know, we need to change things so that they don't. Yes, yeah. if you are warning your kids before they get home, okay, everybody, you know, get, you know, assume a position or whatever you say, yeah. you know, they're on the way home. Well, then that's a sign of, yeah, um, really good point. <laughs> um, uh, Mila says they approved of someone ta- this was her catalyst they approved of someone taking credit for my very specialized work who was going to exploit my future contributions for their own gain while I was going to be more getting more busy work oh that's so yeah that's mm-hmm. right the mm-hmm. future was looking infinitely worse and I was already on anxiety meds she said and seriously playing out scenarios of quitting outright so I'm assuming this is a job situation and mm-hmm. um, I I don't know what happened there, Mila, but I certainly hope that you're on the road to recovery now. And if you aren't, you know, re- let's talk about it. <laughs> um, if we, we have a, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm running a little low on time. Go ahead. Do you, do you have something for us? Yeah, it's a fast day today, guys. We have, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a little computer trouble to get, I probably need to get it repaired. <laughs> anyway, but go ahead, Lisa, what were we going to say? Oh, no, I'm just reading through. Um, okay. I'm just one. I was always being lied to, this is Joanne, and then blamed for his choice to lie to me because my reaction wasn't acceptable. Crazy making. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the good old deflection sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, projection. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let's see here. So Grace Fair says, I got to divorce my ex, but my kids didn't. Ooh, constantly teaching my teens to recognize gaslighting and when to use gray rack while still living their dad. Oh, honey, I know that's a hard thing to do, but it is it's a worthy endeavor. You're probably going to save them a little bit. I, I've noticed that when one parent becomes aware of the other person's apparent personality disorder, um, sometimes they can really help the kids understand better soon enough that it doesn't, they don't feel so damaged in the end. We'll see. Anyway, I hope, I hope, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> um, Lise, you got one for us? Oh, no, I wasn't reading. I'm sorry. Okay. I was listening. No, 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 you're fine. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so Erzman says, I moved away from his, from this house. It's a two-flat house. When my sister physically and verbally abused me and my mother's flat, but later I moved back in because my neighbor harassed me in the rent. Now my mother moves away. Is that a good thing? I think. I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, and she says, I'm afraid if I make a bigger decision, like, wait a minute. Like take a job. Yeah, yeah, you're saying, okay, yeah. Like yeah. take a job at eight to five. Yeah, go to special mental facility, et cetera. Okay, um, I'm gonna let you take this, Lise. I have a call with the client and I have to go and I'm okay. so sorry. I'll just um, finish up here then. And if it, so keep it coming if you have more questions. And yep. if not, I will end this shortly. Um, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Angie's gotta take a take a call and- yep. I'm going to make hand a... off the microphone here. <laughs> yes, that's so... what I'm doing right now. Here we go. So hit me up, okay. guys. What's going on? Um, 
so here's the thing when you Lois and Angie finish you I'm out you're out bye adios adios bye okay whoa now it's just me so one thing that happens when you are like okay so there's all these signs that I need to get out there's cognitive dissonance that goes on there's this feeling of okay I hear all these signs. I hear these, this is, these are reasons to leave. These are reasons to stay away. These are reasons to get away. But the, the, the narcissist at the same time is often pulling you right back in. They are hoovering you while they're discarding you, or they, they feel you pulling away. So they, they up the love bombing or they up the, the pressure even to keep you engaged with them, to keep you having an in communication with them and keep you totally wrapped up in the relationship with them they can feel you pulling away and they'll do this or they'll discard you and then pull you back in in order to keep the supply coming for them so there's a lot of cognitive dissonance that goes on because you're thinking okay i know i need to leave i i am these signs that these ladies just talked about yeah that's my whole life but i love them but i'm i i made a commitment to them but i you know but so your heart's saying one thing, your head knows the other, and it can be really difficult to get away. When you're in that state of cognitive dissonance to that extreme, it's probably time to get away. It's probably a sign that it's time to get away. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, Kit is saying, has anyone else had a narcissist try to condition you to give them physical affection when they are mad or acting aggressive? Oh, heck yeah, they use physical affection, we'll call it, <laughs> for uh, to control. Because see, they know that if they get the physical affection, it will change your mood. It will change your behavior toward them. Plus a lot of them get off on getting us upset and angry. And it's sometimes there's that there too, but basically they use physical affection. They use intimacy. They use SEX for, or if that's what you're talking about or just hugs, right? To control you. It, they, it releases oxytocin, it gives a feeling. It's not like they're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm gonna release their oxytocin, but they know the feeling of it, right? Gives the connection feeling. And then when you're in the state of connection feeling, you're easier to manipulate. And it just becomes a pattern and they, yeah, so heck yeah, they will do that a lot. Um, okay, anything else, you guys? I didn't come on here with any notes because we just flew on here today. Listen to your gut, Sunny Day says, listen to your gut. Anytime a person makes you feel used, leave. Worth it that simple and that is so beautifully put, <laughs> right? What does that mean, listen to your gut? For some people, they don't understand what that means or they've lost a connection to that feeling. For me, it feels anxious, heavy, uncomfortable. Like I wanna look like dart in all directions. I feel like that this is just wrong. There's something not right here um instinctively it it's almost it's it's anxiety provoking if it's not working right if it's um if it's heavy if it you know so you have those feelings and if you ask yourself you can try just asking yourself am i doing the right thing is this what i need to be doing and if it's just like or it, it is leaving right you'll feel lighter you just will it's often um so yeah, listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, ask yourself or more logically or more emotionally, ask yourself, is this how I would like to see my son treated, my daughter treated, my friend treated? Is, would I want my sister to be treated this way or my brother to be treated this way? Is this the life I'd want for someone else? And if your answer is no, 
why are you choosing it? And by choosing it, I know we don't choose it, but you know what I mean? Like we are at that, in that moment, needing to make the choice. The problem with needing to leave a narcissist is we need to make the choice to leave the narcissist. We can't just sit around and wait for them to do it because oftentimes they won't or they will, but it'll be incredibly painful and, and full of, and you'll never feel the closure, right? So, okay. Um, I'm just rambling because I'm waiting for you guys to, to, to give me more to go with here. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Kit saying that's messed up. It made me feel even more gaslighted because I couldn't bring myself to do it and would fold in on myself. Exactly. And that's what we were saying when you're going against your ethics. I don't mean you ethically wouldn't do the thing normally, but in that situation, it's, it's going against your own inner guide your inner awareness, your inner knowing of what you want and what you're choosing. You're not acting out of choice. You're acting out of compulsion or persuasion because of the manipulation. And that you feel manipulated and that feels gross and awful. And when you're feeling that, time to back out and get away from it. Um, no, narcissists don't allow closure. Bonnie, you're correct. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, grew up with a mother narcissist took decades to learn the difference says sunny it, it does it can take time to unwind what you thought was normal well what was normal but what you thought was healthy and and should be and create a life that is as you wish for it to be right okay going against your sovereignty i like that mm -hmm. it's true i don't like that i like that but wording i don't like that concept it's really weird to be on angie's channel without Angie <laughs> feeling a little like, hmm. Okay. Um, okay, you guys, I will head out. I don't see a whole lot more here for today. I'll just end this now so that we'll keep it short and sweet. And we will be back next week to talk about whatever we're talking about. Um, head over to my channel as well if you want more videos, live streams from me, um, or Angie and I will be back and Angie of course will be posting throughout the week as she normally and always has and does. Um, and we'll be back next week for together. Um, if you need any help with anything, there is information in the main description of every video for both of our channels for coaching, group coaching, or um, just any questions you might have, you can check it out. Check it out for support, for free support as well on, on our Facebook groups and um, hit the thumbs up, hit subscribe, all the good stuff. And I, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. I don't know. Um, if you need any group coaching, I'll just say it's um, basically it breaks down to $15 a week for three sessions per week on Zoom plus a messenger or a, a, a uh, we have, we're using an app now, a uh, chat room uh, that's private. So it's 15 a week. We bill it once a month at 60 so that the psych so it cycles so we fill it on four weeks okay um we're trying to make it so that it is as affordable as a copay would be since obviously coaching is not something that you can use <laughs> copays for so we're trying to make a a resource for people for that so it is out there share the information if you know anyone who needs it or if you need it yourself find it it's in the it's in the description of everything you can find um what is it queenbeing.com group coaching i think is what it's sorry rambling now. Okay. Um, anything else? I'm reading if you have anything. Okay, that's it. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Angie will be back.
with me, obviously, since this is Angie's channel. <laughs> and like, where am I? Okay. And that's it. Uh, take care and bye bye. Thanks for being here, you guys. And thanks to the mod.